Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome to December, my beautiful friend. If you are listening on schedule, we have just rounded the bend to the last month of 2023. What an incredible year we have been blessed with, haven't we? Highs and lows aside, we are here. We are alive for it. And that in itself is such a gift. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Positivity is Your Superpower. First, let's take a moment to declare how we will live today as a daughter of the King. Jesus, thank you so much for loving me in the way that you do. You designed me on purpose for a purpose. I want to live to my full potential today with a mindset that honors you and a soul that seeks to know you better. Jesus, I know that you are the way, the truth, and the life And I ask you to guide me and reveal to me what it is that you want to show me here, have me experience here, and learn from this season. Help mold me and shape me into the best version of me. I will live today as your vessel, ready to receive your word, respond to your promptings, and pour out your overflowing love to those all around me. Please allow your thoughts to become my thoughts your ways to become my ways, and your will to become what I truly desire. Jesus, if you are in it, I want it. And if you are not, I don't. I choose to faith this day of life. I am so grateful to be your girl. In Jesus' name, amen. I sat down originally and began writing what I thought was going to be this week's episode. I got partway through it and set it aside to come back to And then, well, God just completely rerouted where we were going to go this week. And I'm so grateful that he did. I am certain that this episode is just for you. It's one that is going to help bring us into December with a different mindset and follow you into 2024 with that positive mindset as well. As I briefly mentioned at the end of last episode, There have been many changes for me at work as of late. I am an elementary school teacher and I've been in the role of resource teacher for almost nine years now. I really enjoy that role. I work with small groups of kids and I do all sorts of other duties with that role. But just over a week ago, I was informed 
that I would be taking over as the grade six teacher until the current teacher returns from a leave of absence. My friends, I did not see that coming. That got my head spinning right away. It has been a long time since I have been a classroom teacher, but I have an amazing colleague who has buddied up with me to help support the grade six room in the coming weeks. And we are on a mission to create some consistency and routine for these kiddies who have had supply teacher after supply teacher for the last little while. I have to admit that one of the most common responses I receive when coworkers and parents and friends found out about this change for me was my mindset. And they commented on how positive I am about it. And it got me thinking about positivity as a superpower. And I'm going to be sharing with you today why I want it to become your superpower too. Here's the truth. My positivity is a byproduct of my faith. I have always been a glass half full kind of gal, but over the past few years of truly surrendering my life to Jesus and his plan for me, I realize that positivity is no longer something I have to work at in the same way that I did before. I realize that because I fully trust in the direction that Christ is leading me, even if it feels like I'm being led into the flames at times, but I trust because I know that even when that happens, I've come to understand that it is because on the other side, there is going to be something he reveals to me that makes the struggle totally worth it. That might sound really naive to someone who may not be at the same point in their faith journey as I am, but trust me when I tell you, it is somewhere that you can get to as well. Here is the thing about positivity. It's really just joy showing itself on the outside of a person. So often we attach our happiness to our circumstances, don't we? We attach happiness to our surroundings or our possessions or our position in life. And when things are going well, when things are going our way, when things are going as planned, then we are happy, right? But then what happens when everything changes, when the bubble bursts, when it's all different one day? This is where we see people who are often very pleasant become angry or bitter or resentful or who are crushed by the whole thing. You might have seen this in your workplace or your family or your peer group. Your happy-go-lucky coworker is coasting along with everything turning up daisies until that day when they are informed that they will have a new role or be at a new location or have new hours or a change in duties and boom, all of a sudden, it's like they become a different person, critical, spiteful, miserable, or a friend who always has this huge smile about their new relationship. And then when it suddenly comes to an end, they look permanently miserable, scowling and swearing that they will never again get involved with anyone. How can this be? Like, how can people change so dramatically just because something changed? Well, if this sounds familiar, it's because they've attached their happiness to their current reality. One change in that reality though, and the happiness crumbles like a house of cards. 
This is where the real key is to focus on joy. Why joy? And how is joy different than happiness? Happiness typically depends on circumstances. Joy is dependent on Christ. When you give your heart to Christ, and with your heart you give all of your trust as well, that's when you get into the territory of joy. The place where you realize that no matter what, you are still His. No matter what changes in your situation, you are still loved. No matter what the struggle, He is walking with you. You are no longer joyful because you are in a place you enjoy. You are joyful because your heart is truly full. This then radiates out as positivity regardless of circumstances. It doesn't mean we have to be blindly unaware of our circumstances or happy for the hardship. This surrendered faith simply allows us to have joy even in the hardship because it's in the hardship that we tend to lean into him most, don't we? And my sister, this is the mindset that can allow you to be positive in whatever season now and whatever seasons are to come because you know the seasons will eventually change. Let's take a look at a couple of verses from Proverbs, which give us a shot of wisdom to help us with this mindset shift. The first one is Proverbs 17, verse 22, that says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. And Proverbs 11, 27 says, if you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. In the first proverb, we are told that a cheerful heart is the good medicine. It's not good medicine, good circumstance, good luck that brings about a cheerful heart. It's the heart in right alignment, in right thinking, in the right place that brings about cheerfulness. It's that whole, what you think about, you bring about reality. You focus on the negative, the lack, the uncertainty, and guess what? That's what your heart begins to feel. Negative, lacking, uncertain. But when you focus on the fact that despite the challenge, the stress, the uncertainty, that you are walking with Jesus through it all, your heart begins to feel full and confident and eager to find out what is to come, even while in a situation or season you would rather not be in. Too often we wait until something changes to be happy again, don't we? We say that we will be happy when we have that thing, when we have the relationship, when we have the position at work, when we have the bank balance, and on and on. But what if like in the second proverb, We read, we search for the good because that is where we find the favor. And the good can always be found by realizing that our good shepherd is leading us each and every day through the good times and the bad. Why bother focusing on the negative? I guarantee if you look for what is wrong, you will find it. But if you seek for what is good, you will find something amazing. God's hands all over 
under and all around your life, working in every detail. My dear, if you want the superpower of positivity today, it's as simple as starting to look for God here and now. It's as easy as asking him to be with you today and asking him to lead you through all of this. As always, let's use Jesus as our example, our case study, if you will. Let's think back to the night before Jesus died. Okay, first let's recognize that here is a man who knew that the very next day he would die a horribly painful and cruel death. Let's just try to wrap our minds around that, can we? I think we could all agree that anything we are about to face or ever about to face pales in comparison to what Jesus suffered for us. But yet, despite what he knew was going to come and what he was going to go through, he kept his positive mindset and kept trust in his heavenly father, didn't he? The night before he died, he could have spent the whole time complaining, saying hurtful things about the Romans who would nail him to the cross, saying hateful things about his own people who persecuted him, cursing Judas for betraying him and insulting Peter for denying him. He would have had every right and reason to be negative, wouldn't he? So why wasn't he? Do you recall how the night before he died, he dined with his disciples? He washed their feet, spent quality time with them, gave them his full attention, and savored every precious moment. He was fully aware that short-term pain was to come, but yet he chose to focus on where this hardship would ultimately take him, back to being seated at the right hand of the Father. I think we can learn a very key lesson from Jesus' response and actions to challenge. Jesus always kept his eye on his heavenly Father, always kept contact with him through prayer, and always trusted in his will for him. I can't help but wonder if that's what he is asking you to consider doing today. You've got something to go through today too, don't you? You've got a hardship with your name on it, a cross to bear as well. My sister, I think he's asking you to keep your eyes fixed on the long game here, on eternity, to keep your eyes focused in faith towards him, in constant communication with him, all day long, praying and praising. Thank you, Jesus, that you were with me here. Thank you, Jesus, that you have brought me this far. Thank you, Jesus, that you are leading me into the next season, that you have something to show me here and teach me here and help me learn from this. Thank you that this will bring me closer to who you designed me to be. Thank you that I can trust you, even here, even now, and even in the mess. My friend, it's in this place that you will begin to exchange temporary happiness for eternal joy. It's here that you will realize negativity is only dragging you down. Negativity is just a cheap distraction that the enemy offers as a temporary outlet, but yet will not get you anywhere. My friend, it's not serving you. Negativity is not in alignment with what Christ wants for you. 
and it's blocking you from experiencing joy while here. Start speaking positivity over your situation through gratitude and prayer. And once again, you don't have to be grateful for the hardship, but start speaking positivity and gratitude while you're in the hardship, while you're going through this. And start getting excited about what God will reveal to you on the other side of this mountain, because my friend, I promise you, it's going to be worth the struggle. You have the power to choose positivity right here, right now. It can be your superpower today. My friend, is that just what you needed for today? Don't you love how Jesus does that for us? Like, I'm so grateful that you showed up today to hear this. And I really hope that you will consider joining me here again next week. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 